I have never run out of gas, but I have heard people in their stories and they have cracked me up. Like, run out of gas when you're so close to home or to the destination you're trying to reach. Uh, I got a story for you. <laughs> you run out of gas? You already know, Nina. <laughs> we, we know this about ourselves. You know you're the responsible one. Welcome to Coffee to Cocktails, a conversation between two friends that spans across the day, starting with the coffee that wakes us up in the morning to take care of business, to the occasional cocktail that lets us wind down and take our hair down at the end of the day. I am Nina. And I'm Kristen, and we are your hosts for the evening, so grab a drink and join us for a little kiki. I got to tell you about this mechanical bull because... Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Before you get... I was dying when I saw your text <laughs> message. But, girl, Ooh. Who, who convinced you to get on the mechanical bull? I did. Myself. <laughs> I don't know. It was a lapse in judgment. Every now and again, you know, I had these moments where... You know, I, I don't feel as far removed from my youth as I actually am. So Marx's friend got on it. I was like, you know what? I've seen mechanical bulls on TV for years. I've always wanted to try it. I've never gotten on one. It's like, you know, what's the big deal? If it's going too fast, just tell the man to slow the machine down. All it do is spin <laughs> you in a circle. That's simple. So number one, I had to mount this thing. And it was surrounded by like the same material as a bounce house. I don't know why I thought there would be a step to get up to it, but it was not. So I had to kind of jump up and straddle it that I, as if that wasn't enough. <laughs> and then, you know, I held on to the thing and the man was like, are you ready? And I said, yeah. And the bull was straight, but when he turned it on, it leaned like all the way forward, like a steep angle. It was like a, at a 45 degree angle and it did it very fast. Oh. And it threw me forward. And I had to use my legs to clinch onto this bull. So I didn't like completely roll off the front of the thing. And when I clinched the bull, something, child, it did something. Because when I got up, I was like, okay, (laughs) something is pulled. And and it's not like overly painful. Like, oh my God, I tore a muscle or nothing. But something is definitely pulled or my pelvic floor dropped. Uh, I I hear you laughing. I'm just like, <laughs> so, something ain't right. Something ain't right. I just soaked in the tub. I had to sit and soak. And did that um, help? No. <laughs> and I've been, you know, creeping around the house, tiptoeing like I'm late for church. Come back, find a seat. <laughs> And like I, I came out walking, and Marcus was just looking at me, and I'm just like kind of, you know, a little shuffle around the house. So hopefully, by weeks in, I feel better. But you know, what was I thinking? Because I already sometimes just wake up in pain for nothing. Like, like Lord, did I hit my arm, or does it just hurt? Like, you know, did I sleep wrong? What's wrong with my neck? My toe hurt. My my nose hurts, you know, just for no reason. And here I am, 
you know, doing things to cause pain. <laughs> so yeah, child, that was my that was my Monday. I'm sure by the next couple of days you'll be fine. You probably, like you said, just pulled something. Your body was like, um, excuse me, ma'am. Oh what, yeah. What are we doing? What it what was, is going on? My body was like, halt. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Cause you didn't went too far. Like, Run the chemical balls. Well, was it fun? I mean, I only lasted two seconds. That thing leaned forward and I was like, oh, stop. Stop. <laughs> and in the video, you know, because there is like a two-second video. Yeah. You can hear the people laughing. <laughs> I was like, no, that's that's quite enough. I've had enough. Oh my goodness. And child, I had Marcus laughing because I'm like, you know, my whole situation, it, it hurt. Like it uh, again, I think it's like the pelvic floor. Like just boom. <laughs> uh, you'll you'll probably recover by the end of the week. Definitely by the so. end of the week. And if you don't, then we gotta be like, well. What happened? I was about to say, if I don't, I'll go get checked out. But hopefully, it, it you know, everything heals itself. <laughs> yeah, you, pro- you probably just, maybe some muscles that you haven't used in a while were, were, um, were activated. <laughs> <Definitely bad. laughs> like, hey, Use you know, you probably trying to hold on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Yeah, I, well, I'm I'm praying for your recovery. <laughs> man, no man. People are gonna be like, "Ma'am, what is wrong with you?" What happened? You said the first thing. What happened, ma'am? <laughs> I was shuffling around. I saw a man today. Bless his heart. It was a man, and I don't know if he used to be a cowboy or what. We went to this barbecue restaurant, and we were in Fort Worth, you know, cow town. Mm-hmm. Uh, where the cowboys be at and this man he had that walk like somebody who'd been riding a horse for a long time <laughs> not like, a walk like, like you know how their legs be like you know like yeah. extremely bow-legged and they just yeah. had that walk well I looked at him like yep brother <laughs> that's me too <laughs> <laughs> I know how you feel <laughs> Ooh, child. but yeah that was that <laughs> oh man well, it sounds like a, a fun experience. Well, it segues perfectly into our damn topic. Adulting is overrated because <laughs> 10 years ago, 10 years ago, this would not have set me back. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been ready to go another time. Like, yeah, round two. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm hoping, you, uh, like you said, you poured yourself a big glass of wine. Sounds like you might need it this evening. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so speak, speaking of wine, we'll let the listeners know we are drinking a red sangria mm-hmm. by Cooper's Hawk. Now, Cooper's Hawk is a restaurant and winery that's located in the Midwest. Um, I think they're also located like in Florida. Um I don't think they're all over the U.S., but they're in pockets. Mm-hmm. And there is one in um, in the state of Ohio. There's there's a couple in this Cincinnati area. So we're drinking that this evening. Kristen has a bottle. I have a bottle. I like this, but this is one of my favorites. Kristen, how do you like? It? I think this is your first time trying it. It is so good. It's my first. Oh, excuse me. It's my first time trying it. It's one of the bottles you sent me. Thank you, Miss Nina. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I I can't help but think because I I bought the um the glass here with me to drink, and I just have you know the the sangria itself in there. This would taste good to me with like some crushed ice. Mm. I could see making this like into sort of a you know an icy slushy type of because it's just it's just so sweet and not in a in a bad way like wine that's too sweet. It's like sweet in a really rich and luscious way. Like this is one of those wines that you know instead of pairing it with food, I just want it by itself. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, you know, just kind of pair it with some ice. It's a great summer drink. Yes. Great bottle for the summer. It has the cherry and the citrus fruits. Mm-hmm. It's a very easy drink. Like you just sip it. I mean, and enjoy. I, I buy if I was having like a gathering or something at the house, especially if like the the menu had like you know some Mexican or some Spanish cuisine on it. Mm-hmm. I would like have the big punch bowl, get a couple bottles of this put ice in and put have some orange slices like you know how people put the fruit in the sangria yes child be so good it is very very tasty it's a sweet dessert wine but like Chris mm-hmm. said not overly sweet Mm-mm. you can definitely taste some of the um fruit notes um apple red cherry raspberry mm-hmm. and, and it has a little bit of you know um you could taste like it's, it's acid the acidity there's a citrus kick yeah Mm -hmm. it is delicious yeah i mean it it tastes so rich to me because i think like it tastes like it's the fruit of the harvest like Mm -hmm. literally (laughs) like just every fruit that you have available is like the juice was extracted to create this nectar (laughs) like so good (laughs) very good i would say it's one of my favorites but i would say that about just about every bottle of Cooper Hawks so this one is one because you sent me sort of I think you gave me like sort of a selection to pick from or told me to go to the website or something I forget yeah but that was one of the ones that stuck out to me so this is one of your favorites then it's one of my favorite but I like them all so I'm not even gonna set myself up and say this is one of my favorites they're all great to me I think I haven't had not a bad Cooper's Hawk wine and you know, this is like 13%. So you just have a glass and you'd be like, well, I got to where I was trying to go. One glass. <laughs> Amen to that. Golly. So really, really good. If you do have a Cooper's Hawk in your area, you haven't tried their wines or their foods because their foods are great too, like an upscale restaurant, please go try Yeah, I, I keep hearing about Cooper's Hawk all the time and I so wish there was one near me like Dallas rally and jockey to get a Cooper's Hawk in the area I must try it (laughs) really 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 good um yes so this is like you said uh we we got our wine here we have our topic about you know adulting and adulting is overrated I'm sure all the adults will agree but before we get into our topic we can remind our listeners where to find us, where to listen, and where to follow us. Yes, ma'am. Oh, and I was going to say, too, um, as I do that, we got to mention this, um, got to mention the contest. 
Um, so I'll tell y'all first where y'all can contact us and, 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 and keep in touch with us. We, um, well, first of all, you can email us. We are at coffee to cocktails podcast at gmail.com. If you want to reach out and just say hi, um, you know, if you have ideas for, for topics or anything like that, you know, we always consider fun things. Um, we also have an Instagram page, coffee to cocktails on Instagram, and you can also friend us on Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. Search Coffee to Cocktails, and we pop right up. If um, you listened to the last episode, if you have been following us on social media, you see that we have a fun little contest going on right now where two lucky winners will receive a tumbler with the Coffee to Cocktails logo, as well as a bottle of red or white wine. And all you have to do to enter is if you see a clip, a piece of our content or anything like that online, anything we post, tag two friends to it. And then you will be entered to win one of the prizes. Um, now, I'm not sure by the time that this episode drops if the contest or the giveaway will be over. But Uh-oh, what we can I, do, I didn't, I didn't we can extend it. <laughs> I didn't see all that in the dang episode gonna come out and it's gonna be done. You ever seen the Temptations? I'm sorry, just as an aside. And David Ruffin is a you know sort of a place of ill repute, trying to acquire some uh you know not so good things, and he offers up two tickets to the Temptations concert. And you know the plug is like, uh, brother, uh, uh-uh, uh. These are tickets to last night's show. <laughs> <laughs> David Russell was like, damn. <laughs> Never that, but yeah, I'm sorry. But that's yeah. okay. Well, here's what we can do. Mm-hmm. We can extend it by a couple of days. So by the time that this episode drops, mm-hmm. our listeners will have a chance. Um, if they didn't see the video that was created um on Instagram and Facebook. We can go ahead and extend it out so we can yep. get some more people to be involved in our giveaway. So no worries. No worries. We'll extend that. We'll make sure to mention that on our our on our on our social media platform. You're welcome, y'all. Y'all just got an extension due to my mishap. Thank you, Sangria. See, I'm over here trying to be dignified. I'm doing it wrong. It's all good. It's all good. We we'll just get some more. Um, contestants for our contest slash giveaway. No, no worries there. That's all. It's all good. It's all good. No, if okay. I mention it next week, make sure you stop me, Nina. I would be like, wait, 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 it's over. It's over, <laughs> y'all. It's over. <laughs> oh goodness, man, oh man. Oh, well, you know what? Sometimes you gotta laugh to keep from crying, yes, especially ma'am. if as an adult. Now we'll get into this topic. Now I am sure our listeners will just agree with us. Just how do you unsubscribe from adulthood? You can't. <laughs> I mean, you can try, but good luck. <laughs> you may not be successful. But I'm sure a few of us have thought about that uh, a couple of times or more than a couple of times, maybe often. I mean, sometimes you do just want to escape. And the thing I think about the most is, you know, being a child and being a teen and even like a young adult without, you know, the full fledged responsibilities. 
And just thinking about the fact that I had absolutely no point of reference, because if I did, I would have enjoyed or enjoyed but uh, not being an adult more than I did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't even think I understood what being an adult was about. So I looked up the definition of adulting, and it (laughs) said (laughs) the practice of behaving in a way of a responsible adult, especially the accomplishment of mundane but necessary tasks. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I should have read that as a kid because my definition of being an adult, what I wanted to do is I just really wanted a car to go where I felt like it and do what <laughs> I wanted with a little pocket change for, you know, a little side job that I had. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize all the other stuff that came with it was boring. I mean, and I, I saw a thing online the other day that said um, something to the effect of, you know, when I was young, I wanted to just be able to go out anytime I wanted and do anything I wanted to do. And yes. now that I'm able to do that, I don't want to. I just want to be at home. <laughs> I want to do everything our parents punished us. Go to your room and go to <laughs> go to bed early. Don't leave the house. <laughs> Stay in your room. <laughs> You're grounded. Okay. You know, because my therapist taught me some grounding techniques, so I'm good. You're grounded. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's a lot that you probably didn't realize as a kid. I'm like, man, I can't wait to stay up late. Now, shoot, I'll be like 1030. Oh, it's late. I need to get into bed. But when I was younger, you know, staying up to midnight, staying up to one, two, three o'clock in the morning. Oh, it was now when I now when I stay up that late, I'll be like, man, I am, I'm only going to get X amount of hours of sleep. I know I'm going to be struggling tomorrow. It's not I the remember, same. I remember the very first time I stayed up late enough that it was into the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember being up late. I, I think I was either on the phone or talking to my brother or something. And I was like, is that birds chirping? <laughs> <laughs> it's morning time. Oh, my goodness. This is how it happens. This is how day we go from night to day again. Okay. But did you stay up past that or did you crash and go to sleep? I, I think at that point I crashed, but I have done the thing where I stayed up to that point and I was like, okay, now it's getting light out. <laughs> <laughs> and I found that as an adult, I don't like to do that. I mm-hmm. I like to go to sleep at night and when it does like it does something to my circadian rhythm. Yeah. If I I remember um at one point I was dating somebody and we used to stay up and talk. And it, it, and it was a few times that that happened. Like, oh my gosh, okay, we need to go. It's morning time, and I was messed up from sleep deprivation. So no more, never again. Mm. Mm. It's a struggle, and I it's, mean, it's a struggle. The older you get, the more those things affect you. Like when you're young, you can kind of just pull back and be like, okay, whatever. You bounce but, back, right? Yeah, this age, mm-mm, I need all the sleep that I'm supposed to get. I do not play around with Ugh. at all. If I go to bed early, like, or late, excuse me, one night in the beginning of the week, mm-hmm. it seems like I struggle the enti- the rest of the entire week. You know, You're if I go to bed sure. late on Tuesday... I, I left. Left. definitely don't have anything left, but you're like, okay, I'm going to sleep in. 
but you can never make up that time. Mm-hmm. Not now, but I did, you know, years ago, 20 years ago, it was no big deal. Like, oh, I had two hours of sleep. I'm cool. Bounce yeah. back and keep yeah. on rolling. Try that now and see how it works for you. Like, It don't work. <laughs> for me, uh-uh. I mean, that, and I mean, it's a number of things. You know, I've become more serious about my sleep. Um, you know, I've tried to be, be kind of careful with the things that I eat. Like I used to like to eat heavy things because I just didn't like to feel hungry. Mm-hmm. And I could eat once a day. And if it was something heavy that sat on my stomach, I was good. And now I'm finding myself just saying, all I need is something light. Or mm-hmm. if I'm at a restaurant and something normally comes with a lot of heavy sauce, I'd be like, you know, go half on the sauce or none at all. Like, I'm just finding that, you know, I guess that's sort of a perk of adulting, you know, is kind of being in tune with your body. But sometimes that comes with, um, you know, a little bit of a a trial and error. You know, you, you experience the bad side of doing all that as an adult. Like, oh, what is this heart? Is this what heartburn feels like? That what they've been talking about? <laughs> Acid reflux? What? What are we doing? You learning by experience. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's it is it is not is not it. It is uh totally overrated. You know, those are the things that I don't think I really understood. Man, I can't wait till I get my own place. I can't wait till I get my own job. All the stuff that I couldn't wait to get. Now I'm like, y'all can have it back. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't need it. Paying bills you know, working, um, Mm -hmm. not really depending or fully depending on other people, problem solving, Mm -hmm. doing things you don't want to do. That is every day for me. I don't want to do this, but you have to do. (laughs) Yes. Like that discipline piece. And, you know, golly, it's things that you really, really just don't feel like doing, but you have to sit down and do it or else, you know, it's like like for me paying bills i don't like sitting down and going through mail and paying for stuff but i know if i don't you know i i know what could happen if i don't so i do it anyway <laughs> it won't be good uh-uh. so yeah i just sit down i praise god and say i'm thankful i have the funds to cover it and just keep yeah. it moving yeah you you kind of have to we, i um we have a, a cousin that is in college um, she just finished her freshman year mm-hmm. and, you know we've been there when you went to college you had a little freedom and then during the you may have to end up going home and yeah. she was just saying you know I'm so used to coming back to my dorm room at whatever time that I wanted to she was like I went back to my mom's house and I had oh. a rule I'm like listen I understand I said please take full advantage because you know <laughs> you don't have to worry about Get the food, if you want food, is normally there. It's cooked, mm-hmm. the the fridge is stocked, the cabinets are full, and you don't have to do this yourself. When you get out on your own, you're responsible for your, for everything that you need to do. Eat and mm-hmm. you know, where you're going to sleep. So I was like, listen, please take full advantage. I understand your freedom, but when you get out into the real world, you're going to be like, man, this is terrible. Oh my goodness. I remember that. I remember that um that little demarcation line for me. I remember um 
I had just graduated from undergrad. And again, like you said, living in a dorm, living on campus, meal plan, allowance, this, that, and the other. And right out of college, I did my little fellowship that I mentioned on a previous episode. And I was living off campus at Eastern Michigan University. And it was a a shock to my system Mm. because (laughs) I remember I was so excited to be moving into my own apartment off campus. And I had a few little odds and ends in the fridge. And I remember when I was settling in for my first night in that apartment, I just sat there and looked around and I was eating the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I was (laughs) like, this is it. Cause I was used to being in a dorm where it's like, if you bored in your room, I would go downstairs to Lanita and Lanetta's room, you know, about little two twin friends or whatever, go downstairs, hang out with them Use my little school ID card. Go get some from the snack shop. Mm-hmm. And now I was in this apartment building with a bunch of strangers. You know, at night, if I want something to eat outside of what's in my apartment, I got to get in my car, go out, buy it. Yeah. Or have something and, delivered. Yeah. And shoot. Back then, what was this? What, 2003? That was still the period where the only people that delivered was Chinese and, and, and pizza. pizza. That was we, really we, it. We didn't, there was no Postmates, no door that Man, y'all got it so lucky now. Because <laughs> every restaurant delivers. <laughs> now, yes, every place. But yeah, I, I agree with you. After, you know, I went from my parents' house to mm-hmm. the dorm. And then my senior year, I moved off campus. And I got mm-hmm. an apartment by myself. And I think I was in shock, like, my parents would pay my rent. Mm-hmm. They would send me the money to pay the rent. And I wasn't working. I was still in school my senior year. And I had a side job. I worked at, like, a little clothing store just for, you know, gas money and money that things mm-hmm. I could do, shopping, whatever. But I would have to pay bills, like, uh, I got to go buy this food. Or I got to pay this cable bill. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I, the the um, water bill is due. And so that was just my stepping into adulthood. Um, If I was hungry, I would just be like, okay, if I don't order anything, I have to cook myself. I mean, go to the grocery store and actually buy things to cook myself a meal. I mean, I remember seeing the details like you, I remember, you know, um, or having cable because, you know, Mm -hmm. that's necessity I have to have cable and I remember I used to have podcast and you start to pay attention to them little extras and ask mm-hmm. those in questions like you know I remember back in the days begging my mom to get this and that add on and channel and now that it's my money I'm like okay do we really need Showtime and HBO like <laughs> one or the other <laughs> do I want to watch Soul Food for the Sex in the City which one okay they show them reruns on E so well, I can get rid of <laughs> the HBO you know but you you start to pay attention to all these things that you never paid attention to and then mm-hmm. you know uh, I just urge the youth to just enjoy that freedom you know because you know once you're out here once you're an adult you know this this is it like this, this is it I mean you start doing stuff like um, when I started to do my grocery shopping when I had my apartment, mm-hmm. I would go 
and buy the little chicken legs and I'm like okay I'm gonna fry me some chicken and you know do a little side rice and green beans or whatever and I start searching through the package like oh $4.95 for a pack of chicken oh look there's one that's $4.93 I'm putting that one back and get the $4.93 oh and I found one for $4.86 we winning like <laughs> these little pinching pennies I'm starting to learn <laughs> And, um, you know, them little pennies add up. <laughs> yes, they do. You're thinking like, okay, I only have a certain amount that I can spend. I need to make sure to stay within this budget. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. It's a lot. Which supermarket should I go to? Who's yes. A little bit cheaper. I remember um, going shopping with Andre and discovering that, you know, how much more the produce was. Well, we didn't shop at the fruit market. There used to be this wonderful fruit market in Michigan. And um, we discovered that we do our little grocery shopping for our little, you know, non-perishables and our little staples like milk and stuff. And then we go over to that fruit market and have like a whole basket of produce for like $30. Where if we buy produce at Meyer or some other store... You know, it, it add like a hundred dollars or something to your mm-hmm. bill, like so. It, you start to pay attention to those little things that you know you didn't have to worry about before. Listen, I'd have been to the grocery store a couple times um, back in my day when I was a little younger and kind of getting things together and not not really having like my career um, mm-hmm. where where it is. But you go to the store and you like, I only got a certain amount, so I would tell the cashier. When you get to um, seventy dollars, stop. stop. And then everything, <laughs> everything else, <laughs> you put it, it back. <laughs> we put the rest of it back. You get to seventy dollars. I want you to stop. And then she would tell me, like, okay, we had sixty nine fifty eight, and I'm like, we'll go okay. ahead and stop. And then everything else, y'all gonna have to put this back. Like I throw it in a pack of gum. And that's it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I won't even get in. I won't even get in the gum because I knew the taxes was gonna take me over. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, the things we like when you're first getting out there. I, I and I feel like there's two different types of adulting too. I mean, because I get tired today also of adulting, but I mm-hmm. feel like this is the adulting that I've kind of. I'm used to it now. I have settled into it and struck a good balance. But I remember the struggle adulting, you know, first getting out there, first, you know, not being completely under mama's wing, Mm -hmm. being out there on my own and, you know, little sometimes scary situations. And, you know, it's all part of the learning curve, you know. Lessons in, in using your common sense, and you know, together yeah. eventually. <laughs> you live and you learn. Um, that's you know, you said the early times of adulting, just getting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, man, this is now it's like another level. Um, mm-hmm. So it's I go say it's one thing for adulting and when you have children on top of that that's a whole different story oh it's a whole nother thing whole nother thing I even think like you know the way that things were back then Mm -hmm. I'm like man were things better for adults back in the 90s like the 90s seemed like it was a little bit more affordable maybe the early 2000s 
And then now you're like, well, how much is all of this cost and all the stuff that we have to do? I feel like I'm cheap. Well, you know what? I do feel like $20. And I talked about this a little bit in the financial literacy episode. I know for a fact $20 used to go further back then than it, it goes. Because I had $20. I, Oof. Well, I, I, I told my friend, I'm like, I feel like a 20 is the new single. It is. Like, Ain't step outside without dropping a 20 on something. I remember $20 used to fill up the gas tank. Man, I would get my gas tank filled for ten dollars, and then I would still have. Oh, ten! Yes, my car. It was like ninety three cent when I started driving. I am aging myself, but then I would still have money left over for a meal, especially going to McDonald's for the two cheeseburger meal that used to be two ninety nine with two cheeseburgers, a medium fry, a medium drink. That thing's like probably eight dollars now. It it really is. I, I mean, I remember summer of 98. That was the summer that I first started driving places by myself. And that was the summer of my first job. So you give me $20 on a summer day, you couldn't tell me nothing. I had enough to, I'll use half of it to fill the tank. And then I had still have about $10, $15 left. And like you said, I had enough to go to rallies and checkers, give me my little fries and a large drink. <laughs> I'd be driving around Detroit, listening to FM 98, like, yes, this is the life. <laughs> well, not anymore. Uh-uh. Those days are gone. <laughs> I mean, you go to the grocery store, you buy a gallon of milk, a pack of meat, the fixings for some spaghetti, you know, the pasta, whatever sauce you like, you know, however you like to doctor up your sauce. If you do that, you might just say, honey, we just getting the sauce today. So they put, <laughs> noodles put and sauce. <laughs> we getting the, the meat, the noodle, and the sauce. We ain't <laughs> messing around with no other, you know, chopping no vegetables or nothing. No. But, yeah, you, I mean, you ring it up, it's $50. I'd be so mad when I go to the grocery store and I'd be like, I bought four things for $50. I don't even have enough to make a meal. What did I purchase? Mm-hmm. I mean, the running joke used to be, you know, you go to Whole Foods and they joke and call Whole Foods Whole Paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> That's so accurate. And, That's so accurate. you know, you used to, that used to be the running joke and, you know, you would go to another supermarket but child, not all these supermarkets, you it know. No matter where you go. It doesn't. I, and I remember one time they scammed my little card and was like, well, you know, you saved a dollar. And I was like, okay. Could, y'all could keep that. <laughs> like, <laughs> you didn't have to share it. <laughs> I'm like, that's the most anticlimactic moment of the day. But hey, it's, it's one more dollar than I would have had. But okay. I mean, hey, I guess every little bit counts. But still, that ain't busting a grape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, it would be one thing if a dollar could actually buy me something of significance in the store. But man, oh, man. Nope. No, no. I, you know, you talk about, you know, the things like, oh, yeah, this would be great, you know, especially with buying the things that you want, whether it's, you know, this food, Mm -hmm. you know, clothing, how the money would go a little bit um, further than it used to, Mm -hmm. or um, the money would go further 
than it does today. So things that you start dreaming of, like, you know, hey, when I get my first job, I'm going to be able to do this. I had all these dreams. Like, when I go and be an adult, I'm going to live in this nice house. Well, I sure didn't consider how I was going to pay for it. <laughs> right. Here I am just, just working every day, grateful to have a job. But some days you'd be like, I don't want to work. We we never think of, you know, as kids, because uh, our parents can make it look so easy. Mm-hmm. And you never really think about what it takes, like, you know, get, having the down payment, you know, if you need a loan, getting approved for a loan. Yeah. Once you're in the house, the things that that have to be done to maintain the house. I've been mean, here in Texas, every, t- every time we have a storm, I get these roofing people knocking at my door, like little annoyances like that, like, <laughs> you know, it's like... um you know, you just don't think about all the little nuanced no. things involved. The car, the car payment, the insurance, the gas in the car. Yes. Or and just, little- not even just that, but like you got the car and sometimes you don't even want to drive it. <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I want a driver. I would oh love somebody just to drive me around. <laughs> just let me get in the back seat, honey. <laughs> and I mean, sometimes all the little quirky things you know you get in your car and um you know you turn on your windshield wiper and the thing the little rubber coming off the windshield wiper. Like, oh, Lord. <laughs> it, it's, and it would happen on a rainy day and i can't see all half of my window mm. you, know? you know when you become an adult all you do is problem solve all day long that's, that's oh, just yeah. what it is is you just problem solve all day long you you know you have a little bit of worry well speaking of worry mm-hmm. this is one thing I'll tell you the story so school is out here we're in summer break but probably about I would say about six about about six weeks ago normally Brill gets home um around the same time every day around 3 35 3 40 so she gets mm-hmm. dropped off at the bus, and if it's a nice day, she walks home with her friend that lives right, you know, a couple um, houses down. Yeah. So I was working from home that day. Well, like I do every day, I was working from home, and it was about three forty-five, and I was like, "She ain't coming to the house. What's going on?" So I'm like, "Oh gosh, what, what's wrong here? Here goes my adulting kicking in." Uh-huh. I go outside, and the neighbor across the street, his daughter also rides the, the bus with Brielle, so. He was looking at me and I was like, have you heard anything? Usually we get like some alerts and says, hey, the bus is going to be late, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't. So then probably about an- another couple minutes later, I see the bus pull up. So I was like, okay, what's going on? So Brielle and her friend were walking up. Next, she was like, oh, mommy, let me tell you. I was like, why y'all so late? The bus ran out of gas. <laughs> Lord have mercy. The bus ran out of gas. And we're not that far from school. So I was mm-hmm. like, well, what did y'all do? She was like, well, we left the school. And then all of a sudden, the bus just stopped. We was on oh, the main no. street. So Ooh. I'm thinking like, well, somebody wasn't being an adult. And they forgot to put gas in the bus. How do you do that? And so when you mentioned it, when you said the bus ran out of gas, I'm thinking, I just assumed, oh, the bus ran out of gas. And they had to stop and get it. And it didn't dawn on me that the bus just, it wasn't no stopping to get nothing. The bus, 
just ran out of gas. So they <laughs> were there for a little bit then. Huh? They had to wait for another bus to come. So this is probably about maybe um, two miles from school and probably another two and a half to three miles from the house where they actually, you know, had to stop. But be. I'm like, I ain't never heard the bus ran out of gas. Bus driver sitting there like adulting sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't putting no gas in this car or in this bus. I'm not putting oh. no. I don't feel like it. We just gonna run out and somebody come get us. So oh he's like, goodness. she said another bus had to come get them. So you know the kids, they just thought that was funny. You know that was an adventure for them. We got stuck on the side of the road and the the bus ran out of gas. Oh my goodness. I, could you imagine if a group of adults was on a bus somewhere and the bus ran out of gas? Oh, you wouldn't hear the end of the poor bus driver because <laughs> they wouldn't hear the end of it. Like <laughs> uh, you ain't fill up before you came. <laughs> that bus driver wouldn't live because oh, it just would have been jokes. It you know, we we upset. Just just a lot going on. I'm like, how do how do you do that? That's I part mean, of adulting, making sure. Now, I never, let me tell you, speaking of run out of gas, uh-huh. I have never run out of gas, but I have heard people in their stories mm-hmm. and they have cracked me up. Like, mm-hmm. run out of gas when you're so close to home or to the destination you're trying to reach. Uh, I got a story for you. <laughs> <laughs> you run out of gas. <laughs> You already know, Nina. We, we know this about ourselves. You know you're the responsible one. So it was 2005. You got the ear. I was notorious for running on fumes. You know, I figured I could get. I got a few miles left in me. You was pushing um, it. And 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 to boot, my ass had just gotten a new car. I was driving around in a new lease. So okay, was, wait a minute. Did you have one of those cars or the new leases that said basically, you know, you got a certain amount of miles until you run out, the little mm-hmm. s- signal would come on. So you're like, oh, okay, well, I, I know I got a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and go to the gas station. Did it give you some warning? Well, you know, you always had a little gas light. <laughs> <laughs> you ignored it. That gas light. And I'm like, okay, the gas light comes on to let you know you got a little ways to go. Well, that's what I used to think about it back then. Now, I don't let it get to the gas light. If I see it, I'm getting low. I'm stopping at the gas station. But, you know, I was young. I was 24 years old. I was thinking, you know, these fumes, I, I can get up I-75. I can get to work. And then I get gas at lunchtime. Never again. My car was like, eh. we'll teach you. I was sitting there on I-75 in Sterling Heights, Michigan, and luckily that stretch of I-75 had the little um, courtesy uh, safety thing. Like and the lane you can you can scoot over, not so you're not on the actual highway. Yeah, so it had a shoulder, but okay. it, the courtesy they, they used to have these courtesy vans that oh, would. Oh, okay. If people got um, a flat tire, or in my case, your ass ran out of gas, <laughs> and they give you just enough gas to get you off the next exit to get some gas. And I will tell you, I learned that day because I, I didn't even know what it felt like to run out of gas. 
I don't know <laughs> what I was thinking, but I used to, I've always been sort of like a procrastinator in a way. And I've done my best work under pressure of procrastination is not my proudest thing about myself. <laughs> but that's how it was with the gas. I was like, my car ain't gonna stop. It's not gonna stop. <laughs> and the car said, I'll show you. <laughs> the car was like, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there in a brand new, it was a Pontiac G6, first car I ever went out and leased on my own. And uh and yeah, I was just sitting. I was just sitting. <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> so now, Ms. Nina, you know someone up close and personal. I know a few others who said they ran out of gas. I'm like, I don't think I've ever run, I've never run out of gas. That's just, you know, I'm like, oh, I got a quarter mm-hmm. of a tank. Let me go ahead and fill up. But well, that's I don't know. Responsible. <laughs> Listen, I don't know if I would know how to act if I ran out. I would be on this, you know, especially in my younger days. Mm-hmm. On the side of the road, crying. Like, I ran out of gas. I don't know how to get to where I'm trying to go. It, it would be one of those. So I'm like, you don't do it. Because you ain't going to be able to handle it. And I mean, I'm lucky it wasn't one of these times I decided to go out with friends at night. And I was in some sketchy area. Lucky, Luckily, it was during morning rush hour. It was broad yeah. daylight. But imagine if I was like somewhere scary at night where those yeah. courtesy vans were not. And back then, um, I'm trying to remember, did my, my mom have to, I think it might have been Andre who was like, okay, we both have AAA cards. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I had a AAA card when I was a teenager. Now, I keep AAA. If I don't renew nothing else, that AAA we, renewing that, <laughs> we renewing that AAA <laughs> card, honest <laughs> to God, because, you know, aside from like, like the gas, that's something that was within my control. You know, I learned my lesson. You you always keep your gas tank filled up. But, you know, all the other things that can go wrong with cars, like I've had it where my tire burst or, you know, mm-hmm. I've had stuff like that happen that's outside of your control. And, you know, it pays to have that AAA card to call for help. You know, I get the premium one. Like if they need to tow me 100 miles, they can do it and it's covered. Mm-hmm. Man, I have been on the side of the road. Now, mm-hmm. I ain't run out of gas, but I'm going to tell you, the car will be like, we don't feel like working today. We just going to cut off. And I'm like, really? This, this, <laughs> put, put, what put, y'all going to do? Stop. <laughs> so I was on the last car that I had. Mm-hmm. This car had some issues. And it was a luxury car. It's a BMW X5. Yeah. And I'm not really sure if this was a lemon or, you know, maybe I did something so it didn't work or function properly mm-hmm. but i have been on the side of the road a couple times and oh, no. AAA has gotten me you know to the next um stage i remember before i bought the the car that i currently have i was mm-hmm. driving home from work this was years ago before the pandemic yeah driving home from work so i used to drive downtown which is about 28 to 30 miles away from where i live mm-hmm. downtown so that's you know one way and um I was leaving work to come back back home mm-hmm. and the car just, you know, like these cars these days, they tell you what's wrong. Yeah. It basically was like, uh, you might want to stop <laughs> because sorry. we done. And I was like, well, okay, well, I'm going to pull off on the exit. <laughs> I'm sorry. He said, uh, we done. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I felt like the car it was making noises like bling bling um you might want to stop because we tied and so 
I was getting close to the exit, so I kind of pulled over to the like the shoulder area, mm-hmm. and I was a little nervous. So I'm like, if I keep going, I don't know what's gonna happen. So I just yeah. pulled on over, and I think my older self was like, look, there's nothing that you can do. So call mm-hmm. AAA, figure out how you can get from one place to another. Added, you know, AAA came, they towed it to the shop. Now my younger self mm-hmm. would have been a wreck. You know, oh we talk God. about adulting. You start to live and learn. My younger self would have been like, oh, my God, I'm stranded. I can't get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Even though I would have had AAA, I still wouldn't really have known what to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you talk about you you live and you learn. But, yeah, that's not the first time that I've been on the side of the road. Grind have been in a couple of accidents where I hit people oh, in, a, no. in, a, in the parking lot. No, no, no. A parked car. When I say hit people, I'm talking about the car. Yeah. That's parked. And, you know, the car just be like making noises. Hey, you about to hit this car? You might want to stop. And I was like, no, I got this. Oh, no. And then it's like, boom. Well, I remember when I used to, uh, we used to live in Charleston. Mm -hmm. And I had drove, I worked in a smaller building. And so there wasn't that many people in the building. Like, it was pretty small. Mm -hmm. And I knew the guy who I was parking next to. And, you know, the car was trying to tell me, hey, don't turn too wide because you're going to hit this car. And I'm like, man, it's just making noises. Well, I hit the car. And then mm-hmm. I was like, well, I have to go tell this man, hey, you drive that Mercedes Benz because I just hit you. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was cool and laughed about it, but I had to get my car fixed and his car fixed. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I mean, it, it's funny you mentioned that because depending on, like, what type of position people are in, that could go one way or the other. You know, you can encounter yeah. somebody that was super duper pissed because, you know, that little incident just, you know, changed their world or whatever. Mm-hmm. But luckily, I mean, that sounds like an incident to happen when I worked in Long Beach. You know, to turn, you know, made the turn wrong, clipped the back of this uh, Suburban, and I didn't do any damage to my car, but their light was broken. Oh, and I remember being so scared and going to security and giving them the license plate number. They tracked down the guy. And again, you know, I'm coming from the mentality of like, if I was, if this happened when I was a teenager or something or in the wrong side of town, you know, somebody would have been pissed. This guy came out of his office, came look at his car. He was like, oh, you know, we don't even get the people involved and have a claim on your insurance or nothing. He was like, I called my people. It'll cost like 80 bucks to get this replaced, whatever. You reimburse. Oh, nice. And it's so uh, when you talk about adulting, you know, sometimes when you're doing it the right way, <laughs> things that could be a crisis, you know, are easily solvable when you have yeah. a cool level head. And sometimes that's one of the benefits that come with adulting. You've been through some things before, and you know everything doesn't have to be a a crisis. So that was good. You kind of know how to handle things, like you mm-hmm. know your the stress level sometimes is decreased because you're like, you know, I've been through this. It's it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not that big of a deal. Mm-mm. Um, we'll we'll figure it out. And in the moment. You don't think like that. You really don't. You Mm-mm. feel like the world is crum- crumbling down. It's the end of the world. And you're just trying to figure out how to get yourself out of the situation. But mm-hmm. you live and you learn. You really do. I remember 
something happened at work. I forget what it was. And I might have mentioned this on the previous episode. I have for I had gotten there late or forgot to do some assignment or something like that. And I was devastated. I was crying. And one of my colleagues was like, Kristen, it is okay. She was like, the people that's mad today are not going to be mad. You know, they're going to be on to something new. Mm-hmm. She was like, today's news wraps tomorrow's fish. That's right. And I was like, you know what? I remember that. And how time, how appropriate was it? We live in Seattle where they be down there wrapping them fish in a newspaper. So I know exactly what she was referencing when she said that. But I mean, like, that's perfect. What what you know seems like a big deal today, you know, is not gonna be that huge tomorrow. It won't even matter mm-hmm. tomorrow. You know, sometimes it's not that big of of a deal. It seems like when you're an adult, there's just so much to consider Mm -hmm. and so much to think about. And I think sometimes it's how you approach situations. Mm -hmm. Like, look, today is not the day. Everything Mm -hmm. is going wrong. I got all the red lights on my way to where I was going. (laughs) Sometimes it'd be all the green lights that make me mad. Like, God, dog, I just want to take one bite out of this damn sandwich. And you know, them green lights be just as annoying as the red lights. Especially when you're trying to do something. Like, I just want to stop. <laughs> My phone dropped on the floor and it's got the map on it. Like, dude, I need to pick up my phone. I tell you, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot that, that goes into it. But for those who are not in adulthood yet, mm-hmm. take your time. Yes, enjoy. <laughs> Please do, because when you get here, you're going to be like, man, this is terrible. I don't want to do this anymore. And when you get here, you just, like, see, I tell these kids that all the time, because they don't get it. I'm like, enjoy being a kid. Don't, you know, let your hinds, your foresight be your hindsight, because, you know, once you out of childhood, you're not there anymore. And mm. once you're an adult, you just an adult until it's over. Like <laughs> this is it. You will get there eventually. So don't rush it. <laughs> There's no going backwards. Mm-mm. You Mm-mm. are here and here to stay. Oh man, you talk about some things you've learned lessons the hard way. Mm-hmm. Part of adulthood. Mm-hmm. But what do you do? Sometimes it can be a little bit like baptism by fire. But, you know, it's the old thing where, you know, you go, you live life long enough and you realize that sometimes those hardships, they serve to like kind of build character in you and make you a little bit stronger and you have more wisdom. And then if you should find yourself in whatever situation it is, again, you can handle it a different way. You can handle Mm -hmm. it better Mm -hmm. or easier. So, you know, that's the action. Yeah. I mean, there, there's some some pros to it you mm-hmm. know a little bit I, I do like the fact now I can mostly do what I feel like you know I remember living at home my mom and, and my dad you're living in the house mm-hmm. you had to do things on their time you know you get out of the bed you need to do this you need mm-hmm. to do that and you just be like I just want to sit here I don't want to move right now. <laughs> I don't want to do it. And I don't want to do, I, do it because you told me to. I just Right. Don't. I want to do it on my own time. And now now I can do that. I try to keep that in mind when I'm telling that to, to my kids. Like, hey, make sure you get this, you know, before you go to bed. 
It doesn't have to be right now. But I understand mm-hmm. how it was when you're like, I am comfortable and you calling me. What do you want? <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> want to get up. You know what? They got, you know, you know the old song, God Bless the Child has got their own. And um, I remember there was one, like, it was a benchmark day for me because I have been working that summer. This was the summer of 98. Um, and my mom was fussing at me about something and where I normally would have just been upset, like, oh gosh, you know, she just won't quit. She won't let up. I remember looking down and every item of clothing on my body was something that I had bought with my own money. Mm. And I just remember feeling, cause I mean, that used to be a thing. Sometimes parents be reminding you like, I, you know, you do this, this, and that. Cause I, you know, I put the clothes on your back. I did bop, 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 bop. And I remember just thinking, you know what? I'm closer to being independent. Mm-hmm. That's one less thing somebody can say, you know, or not threaten to take it away. But you know, you know how parents can just pull their weight sometimes in a really annoying way. Yes. You know, and, and in that moment, I was like, okay, you can keep yelling, but you know, if I were to get kicked out or something, I, I got my own money and my own clothes. I can and handle I, it. And then I remember it got to the point once I had my own place and I was paying for it by myself. You mm. know, mom, it sounds like you're having a bad day. I'm gonna so go I'm going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I have somewhere to go where I don't have to hear this. Yeah, that is like, that I is the back. upside. That That is, <laughs> I just, yeah, you do sometimes be like, I don't want to hear this. I, I'm going home. And you get in your car and you mm-hmm. drive to the place where you pay rent or mortgage mm-hmm. or whatever you, whatever place it is that you call home. I mean, Those are the a- things. That is adulting done right. It's like you strike that balance where you, you're out here, you're on your own, and you're responsible enough to carry it. Like you can make those types of calls and decisions. Like you, yeah, you don't have have nobody hanging nothing over your head. You know, you have your own stuff, and and that you can live your life, and operate the way that you choose. I'm so. telling you, but mm-hmm. so in the if you're not there. I would say take full advantage. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you'd be like, I don't want to hear. I just want peace. Yeah, and I think that was one thing that I really enjoy. I enjoy peace, and I don't want to hear nobody fussing at me about stuff that I don't think that matters. Mm-hmm. Let me just enjoy this quietness. Yes. But you know, there's some things go- I got to pay up my own bills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cook my own food. Yeah, you know, there's advantages. Keep your own space clean. Yes, I'm, or we can get a house cleaner. We talked about. Oh, that you can. Yeah, I was gonna say, however <laughs> you need to do it, but it's got to get done. So you it has to pay, get done. Pay people to do it, or you do it yourself. Do it yourself. You yeah. know what was a a benchmark moment for me too? Kind of like you know, a kind of a a tough moment of adulting. I remember when we were you know, a couple years in into being in Seattle and me being really sort of down on the holiday season. And I remember my mom telling me, well, you know, Kristen, you, you got to make those traditions. Mm-hmm. You know, you if, if you want, you know, the decorations and stuff, you got to do that stuff. You have to create it. It doesn't just happen. Because, you know, I come from the world of being the Christmas baby 
and a certain time of year, everything it just pops up Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to get used to, you know, having to do that on my own. Yeah. Creating the memories. Because I like literally, if you don't do anything, life just sort of passes you by. Yeah. And that was one of my tough lessons in being an adult is, um, you know, taking the initiative and creating how you want to feel, creating an aesthetic you know, just creating that environment that you want. You know what I'm saying? That that yeah. was a tough lesson for me to learn. Because I was so used to, you know, it just happens. It just, you know. And it, it doesn't. <laughs> you have to, you know, make it happen. And, yes. and I'm sure that was something you learned. You're like, okay, I'm I'm an adult now. I have to I have to do this if, if I want to see, um, you know, some of the things that I've seen in my childhood. You just kind of replicate that as you get to be an adult, but mm-hmm. you gotta do it don't just come, you know. You gotta no. bring that thing up in there. <laughs> put up that tree. <laughs> oh, putting up the tree, Lord! If taking I... down the tree, yeah, I would agree with you. Putting up the tree is exciting. You got your Christmas music going. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your your holiday beverages, your mm-hmm. hot cocoa, but <laughs> putting. I think we kept our tree up till about almost February mm-hmm. one year. I'm like, this tree is just going to look like this. I don't mm-hmm. feel like taking it down. Nobody felt like, you know, taking it down. It's That's a job. It really is. I think our tree, I think I took it down but and put it in the box. But the box <laughs> sat in the living room for a very long time. <laughs> I mean, truth be told, I still, I had some little Christmas trinkets that were mm-hmm. still sitting like in the corner that I just put away and it's warm outside. <laughs> so if you, you know, if Listen, you want people don't feel bad. <laughs> I, I cannot say anything. We had um, one of the cars out and we park our cars, the ones that we drive in mm-hmm. our garage. And there was one car, an older car that I had that was just out there and we would drive it from time to time. Mm-hmm. It stopped working because it hadn't been driven in a while. So mm-hmm. what we did for Christmas break or the Christmas holiday, we put like the little antlers and the little um, red nose. So it uh-huh. made it like a reindeer. Mm-hmm. Well, girl, I just took them down last week. Stop it. <laughs> so the car was sitting out there posing with the antler ears and the Rudolph nose. And we never never paid attention to it. It's, it is May. It was May at the time. Like, we just uh, entered June. But it was May, and I was like, dang, this has been sitting out here for about six months. You know what? to some, be ashamed. Sometimes these things happen. I mean, I know a woman personally um, who... You know, she was tired of taking her Christmas tree down too. And now she has a tree year round. The That's Christmas so tree becomes the Valentine's tree. <laughs> the, the Easter tree. The 4th of July, 4th of July. Tree. You know, that'll take you to Memorial Day, 4th of July, Labor Day. It's all the same. Hello. The Halloween tree. <laughs> Thanksgiving harvest theme. And right then here you the go Christmas. again. It's right here. 
that's not a bad idea. I mean, some people do that. So you, I mean, one of the things I think, you know, with being a adult that you absolutely have to do is just be flexible and be mm-hmm. easy on yourself. Because sometimes mm-hmm. that little nagging voice gets to us. On one end, sometimes a little nagging voice can be beneficial because it helps you sort of buckle down and get things done. But sometimes that little nagging voice just needs to shut up. And sometimes <laughs> we just need to be, you know, give ourselves some grace. Yes. Be a little bit flexible with ourselves and say, hey, you know what? If you don't feel like doing that today, will anybody, you know, be unalived if you don't get this done today and you just do it tomorrow? Yeah, there's so, not going to be any true harsh consequences. Right. You may have to just do it the next day. But like you said, give yourself some grace. And it's okay. You're just like, I don't feel like doing it right now. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all right. It's all a part of adulting. It really Pick is. You can choose your battles. You have to because, I mean, you know, every day is something if you let it. You know what? We were just, me and Darren were just talking about that earlier. I remember the phrase, my mom saying, oh, it's always something. Well, let me tell you, mm-hmm. I completely understand that phrase because mm-hmm. it is always mm-hmm. something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Be something small, like, oh, I forgot to, you know, sign my kid up for summer camp, and now mm-hmm. I don't have a spot for them to go. What am I going to do with them mm-hmm. during the summer? Or, you know, we don't have nothing to eat for dinner. What are we going to eat? What are we going to figure out? It's always something. Oh, mm-hmm. I just ran out of gas, you know, just the, the bus driver here ran out of gas. Or... <laughs> Yeah, just just simple simple things that can sometimes snowball. Uh huh. You ever have one of them days where it seemed like everything is it's happening? Wrong. Yes, like you know, like I remember when we the morning we were leaving for the cruise, and even the night before, uh, the power went out. Prior to that, you know, I told you my internet was out. Um, the morning that we were leaving, the power was back on, but. I go to back the car out, close the garage, and it was like tick, 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 tick. Garage mm. wasn't closed. Dang. I had to get out and close the garage manually, come out the front door and lock it that way, and then we drove to the airport. I was like, I, you know what, Lord? I ain't worrying about that shit till I get back. I, I, I can't. I'm not, trying to get to the airport. <laughs> we are not doing this today. This is like Murphy's Law on 10. And then fast forward, get back home, the garage is still going tick, 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 tick. So I'm like, okay, let me just pull the car in and figure out what this is. I push the button again just to hear that sound so I could really like Google it and describe what's going on. Why the garage just closed like nothing ever happened. <laughs> I was like, okay, you know what? You're, now, you got, not, now you got jokes. Okay, I see what we're doing here. It's amazing how things sometimes just do what they feel. Like, I don't feel like working right now, but then you're like, okay, I got to figure out how to get it fixed. And then they be making a fool out of you like, psych. Oh, let me tell you about the time <laughs> the garbage disposal wasn't working. And I called the plumber over here and he was like, oh, ma'am, it, it, it just came unplugged. It was unplugged. <laughs> I was like, excuse me. He was like, oh, yeah, now I do have to charge your service fee for coming out. But but you ain't fixed nothing. (laughs) He's like, Yes, I got plugged in when you ain't know how. If I ain't come, (laughs) you still would have been struggling on the struggle bus. 
And I'm trying to, trying to figure out how did it become unplugged? But you know what? I ain't gonna worry about that right now because whatever. It's fixed. It's fixed. It don't oh matter. God. It's fine. All the time. That's it not is the, all the time. That's not the first time that that's happened. So when I, okay, so I, over the years, I have become accustomed to living in places where I didn't take care of the landscaping. Mm-hmm. And when I moved into this house, you know, all of a sudden that's my responsibility. And I knew the house had a sprinkler system, but as far as like, I didn't know how sprinkler systems worked or nothing. I'm like, you know, maybe the, the people that moved out took the cold with them. Like, I don't know. So I, called, <laughs> I called Andy's sprinkler service. Like, okay, I know there's sprinkler heads in the ground, but I don't know what to do if I need to, you know, I don't know how to get them to work. My grass is turning brown. You know, what do I do? Do you all install something? Child, this man went in the garage. He opened this thing that I thought was like a fuse box. <laughs> he flipped the switch <laughs> and the sprinklers <laughs> came on. I was like, oh, is that what that's for? <laughs> Let me stop for people listening and be like, you know what? Okay, I don't trust this. Business. But you know, you like, nobody showed me. I didn't know. <laughs> I had no idea. Nobody showed me these things. I've never owned a sprinkler system. I've never had that. So, you know, again, you live and you learn. You live and you learn. Well, unless you you don't have to do it yourself. Like, you know, go out and put the the device out there where you turn the water on and, you know, it, it it's already there. You just you flip know. a switch. I mean, the last time I watered my own lawn, it was me with a water hose and you go on the side of the house and you either had a little thing, the little gun thing you hold in your hand and, and pull the thing back and sprinkle the grass or you have the tick, 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 you know, the thing you put in the <laughs> yes. ground. That's where I come from. I, all this little fancy like, oh, sprinkler heads and sprinklers. I did not have that. So it was totally new to me. You, you, like you said, you live and you learn. Like, I don't know. Shoot, I'd be in the same boat for that before. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know how to do this. If I had to do any yard work, I mean, HOA would probably find me because I wouldn't do it right. Like, I'd be like you, and we have a lot larger yard. I'd be out there just holding the holes. Like, I'm gonna be out here for about 15 minutes, and this, this is not enough water. I don't know what to tell you, grass. If I didn't have landscapers, <laughs> my lawn, I'd probably have all kind of HOA like stickers and <laughs> stuff stuck to my door, like, uh, ma'am, <laughs> we gonna need this grass to be a little lower than five feet, okay? <laughs> you grow weed in your yard? What's going on? Are you breaking bread? What is this? <laughs> Man, we hopefully have to charge you a fine because your grass is completely brown. <laughs> and it's unacceptable. That that would be me. Oh my goodness. And it's funny though too because now I'm pretentious about my lawn but it's not me taking care of it. It's the landscapers but I'd be like, child, my, my grass needs to look like some green carpet, okay? Right. That's how we do around here. But, but again, it's not me. <laughs> It's, it's them. <laughs> and you do just give them some instructions. That's Ooh. about adulting. You know, you give direction. I need this and I need it at this time. 
I mean, ain't nothing wrong with contracting out if you can't do, you know, those who can't, you know, hire some folks. I don't know. Because <laughs> I ain't about to be out there with no lawnmower. No. You know, and people be like, get your son to do it. I'm like, okay, I could do that. Maybe I can have Marcus do the backyard. But mm-hmm. I just love the way the landscapers just get it crispy and tight. And, mm-hmm. you know, they come in 15 minutes. They done done the whole yard, edged the grass, edged the sidewalk, done the leaf blower. And, all, like, you know, I could give Marcus other chores to do. The lawn, I love right. the professionals. Take Got care. that. And, shoot, time is money. And they could do that real quick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's a, it's a value to me. So, yeah. I am with you. Shoot, uh-huh. I am with you. It's a part of adulting. Deciding what you actually want to take care of versus what you want to outsource. Delegate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm about to shoot very shortly here. I'm about to get back to having um a housekeeper come out because mm-hmm. sometimes you just you have to it's a hard thing to realize like when you're used to sort of doing things on your own but sometimes you just have to be like you know what I need help I need somebody to come out and and do this and in my case with the house it would be helpful for me if I had you know a crew come out and do a deep clean maybe once Mm -hmm. a month and then I can I can maintain it from there yeah just some light cleaning shoot um my house cleaners will be here in less than a week Mhm, mhm. Cause some of the things I'm like, I we can keep the house up, but keeping the floors, you know, sometimes it's just about maintaining your home. Mm-hmm. And some of the cleaning that they do, I can't do that good of a job. So I asked them to clean it, and it's mm-hmm. a win-win. You know, they provide service, I provide them funds. They everybody's I mean- happy. It's something about the way house cleaners clean. Like, I used to almost kind of want to sit and watch what they do. I don't know what, what products of... they use. Like, what the products y'all just... using? <laughs> There's a girl um, on TikTok and Instagram. I think she calls her account Bubbles and Buckets. Mm-hmm. And she show... she's a house cleaner. And, and she's like an OCD house cleaner. Like, that's why she does that for a living. Because she is, just loves to clean. And, you know, I watch her for, like, little tips and stuff because it's, it's something that housekeepers do to just make everything sparkle. And I don't know how, to, I don't know if it's, you know, taking dust off of places where you don't realize that there's dust. Yeah. Or what, but, I mean, they it's something about when the house cleaners get done with your house and you step back in there. It's just, it feels different. Like, yes. <laughs> it feels like a new house. Yes, like it's like, like brand new. snatched. Like yes, I love it. it. You be like, man, it's so clean in here. We could do a showing. Put this I'm, on the market. I'm I'm getting back to that because it's funny you say that because I remember um, when we were trying to sell the California house and how we had to, you know, keep oh how I did that, maintain the house and and show shape. <laughs> With a seven-year-old and you know, an eight-year-old and a two-year-old at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I did it, but I used to love, you know, it was stressful keeping it that way. But on the other side of it, I loved just having a house with everything in its place, ready for company at any time, you know, ready to show if we want to do open house on the weekend. I just leave, take the boy to the mall or something for two hours and they show the house. I yeah. just 
fit like that. I need to get back now. To- I that is how now my family be looking at me like you doing way too much because that's how I like for my house to be. I like my house. Mm-hmm. To feel like is is showroom ready or yeah. it's a, there's a showing going in mm-hmm. or going on and I'm like everything has a place mm-hmm. and I know that we'll get to our episodes about pet peeves so mm-hmm. I'll save all that for later but I cannot <laughs> stand when things are not in the right place now you let Darren tell you uh huh he calls me the corner queen because I put corner. stuff in the corner <laughs> like I don't want to see it on the counter but I'll put it in the corner nobody can see it's over there. I've definitely done that. But I like for the house to be ready. And I I don't know if that is, you know, part of adulting where you're like, I just want things to be clean. I want Mm -hmm. uh, everything to have its place. And I know there are days when sometimes I'll look at something, it'll be on the floor or in the corner, Mm -hmm. and I'll step over it about 100 times before I'm ready to pick (laughs) it up. (laughs) It's just going to sit there until I'm ready to get it. (laughs) I've been there. I like I I'm like to a, a a little bit of a lesser degree, but I, I I at least want like the common parts of the house to be ready. Like mm-hmm. if I want to invite somebody over for a cup of coffee or something, yeah. Or you know I got somebody coming over to fix something, and the man can sit at the counter and write up a receipt, or you know just at least have you know the part the common part of the house always nice <laughs> yeah you know like the common area so you walk in the living room there's one thing I'm like my kitchen has to be in order before we go to bed there might be some dishes that are in the sink mm-hmm. there you know but I have to have the kitchen the counters have to be white mm-hmm. you know most of the counters are cleared that is just one thing um now I'm not saying every night is happening yeah. but most of the time it does look that way but because I'm like, the next day when I go in to cook, I'm like, I don't want to wash these dishes. Well, shoot. I, yeah, that's the thing. I can, that's a, a big pet peeve of mine. That will knock me off of my whole, like, routine of stuff. Like, especially the kitchen. If the kitchen is not ready and the boys are hungry and want to eat. And I'm like, I can't do anything because it's a bunch of stuff on the counter. So I hate that. Yeah, I can't cook. <laughs> I just it's funny we mentioned this because I just told um Marcus because right now, you know, from having company over this weekend and stuff, everything is still kind of like just really tight and nice. And um I was like, see, doesn't it make you feel better like in your body? Like just mentally to just have everything just tidy and nice because I'm constantly like picking up toys mm-hmm. and Having the boys like, okay, we're going to do a little 13-minute sweep. Get what you want. Take it upstairs. If it's down here and it's been sitting, it's getting thrown away because clearly you don't care about it enough to pick it up. Oh, I know, threw, it, I know threw some toys away, hands down. But I make these little... Kaylin thinks she's a princess, but I make her clean. She likes oh, to go yeah. in the toy room and she destroys and I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Come over here and clean. Pick mm-hmm. up these toys. You made this mess. You're going to clean it up. And so she mm-hmm. does a pretty good job with, you know, clean up behind herself. Bria's mm-hmm. same way. Oh, well, there be days. I'll be like, you know, walked over this sock for two days. Is anybody going to pick this up? <laughs> I'm not picking it up. It's your sock. And it's just sitting here in the middle of the floor. And I keep I just... telling her, 
when mm. you leave my house, I want you to have, you know, some of these good techniques. I don't want your house to be looking like that, but I'm going to tell you, I cannot wait until she get her own place. Because I'm going to go in there and I'm going to tear it up. I'm going to eat food. I'm going to leave it on the counter when I'm done. I'm going to take my shoes off. I'm going to just leave them in the middle of the floor. I mean, she going to feel it because she do it at my house. So I'm trying to prepare her for adulting. And she just ain't being receptive. It's like, I mean, I, I told Marcus the other day, I'm like, you know, please don't be that husband. You know, if you decide to get married. That just let the wife just you know you sitting around and the wife is just going around you cleaning like Cinderella, like no. <laughs> lifting everybody, up your feet. <laughs> yeah, I'm like everybody pitches in, and I need y'all to know how to keep your own space. You know, yes. don't be that roommate that go off to college and your roommate going off. You know, you know on the low trying to tell the RA like, can you go tell Marcus to not leave food <laughs> Like, I don't want y'all to be those people. <laughs> or better yet, the I, RA is like, can you give me another roommate? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I don't want that. I mean, there's little things, too. Like, I tr- with Miles, when he, you know, he goes off on his little thing where he wants to play with all his toys. And I'm reminding him, you know, in between, okay, let's put this away before we pull the other thing out. Let's put all these little game pieces away before we pull out the doctor set. Like, yeah, just so he knows. I don't know. They'll learn. I think they'll they'll probably do better when they get their own house, mm-hmm. and they'll remember some of the things that you're thinking and or some of the things that you were saying. Because they're just like, well, I don't have to do it because mom is gonna do it. But when they mm-hmm. move out, there there won't be mom. I'm well, my girls. They mama gonna go over there and mess up their house. <laughs> it's called payback. Oh my goodness. They'll know once they are adulting. <laughs> yes. And it is coming whether you like it or not. Yes, ma'am. I am telling you. Man, well, I think we covered most of the things. I'm sure our listeners are like, mm-hmm, yep, I can relate to everything you're saying. I don't oh, want to yes. do this either. I just don't want to do it some days, but I don't know, like, what are the consequences? You're like, today, I'm not going to do anything. You know what? I think there are actually days when you can you can say that. Now, again, it comes with that little, you know, that little disclaimer about being responsible. Because if you go too many days not doing something, you know, there's consequences behind that. <laughs> but I do think, you know, we're afforded a little bit of that freedom if we let ourselves have it. To yeah. just be like, you know what, today I'm I can afford to really not do anything. And it's nice to have those options. I don't want to adult today at all. I want there to child today. Listen, <laughs> I think I saw someone said, you know, if you fall short of standard of adulting, does that mean you're childing? Like, what, <laughs> what is what does that mean? Like, I don't want to do adulting. So what's the opposite? Like, you just Are act you like childing? a kid. <laughs> I mean, I remember one year I took one day while the nurse had the baby. Marcus was at school. I went to Disneyland by myself. Ooh. I rolled all the rides. Ooh. It was a weekday, so the lines weren't long. Space Mountain, I got off Space Mountain, circled back, got right back on. See, 
You need days no. like that, though. Sometimes you just need to child. <laughs> <laughs> and you sound like you had a great time doing it. Oh, I had a, a child. It was a wang dang doodle, let me tell you. we had. <laughs> I had me a good old Mickey Mouse time. So, yeah. Oh, that's, that is good. Well, I, I, yes, absolutely. Just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Just give yourself some grace. Mm-hmm. I will wrap us up with this quote the quote is very simple Mm -hmm. the quote just says adulting is hard let's play something else (laughs) listen i'm tired (laughs) of this let's play something else (laughs) the hell with this game (laughs) that quote is by tanya nasty so yes if you feel like it's too hard just play something else maybe it could just be temporary you know, it's funny when we talk about playing something else and, and doing adulting as if it's a game. I remember, and I don't know why we used to do it. It was me and a group of my little friends when I used to go to St. Scholastic Elementary School. It was about five of us. And I don't know how we got into this, but we used to do this little old thing where we talk like old ladies. <laughs> so when we, we would say stuff and then we'd be like, Lord, have mercy. Lord, you know. And I remember... <laughs> There used to be this maple tree on the playground. And in the springtime, you know, them little helicopter seeds would fall. Mm-hmm. And we would, Tanya, we sit up under that maple tree and be peeling them little seeds like we was peeling beans. <laughs> <laughs> and we would talk like little old church ladies, you know? Yeah, I was rushing it. <laughs> I was about to say, like, why were we doing this with our childhood? But it was fun back then. It ain't fun now. <laughs> Popping <Go them>. damn <laughs> beans. <laughs> oh goodness! Oh, well, I'm telling you, another oh. fun topic. Absolutely, I'm gonna finish my wine. That red sangria is just over there, just staring at me. I ain't gonna have no more. I do need to go to bed. Oh well, Miss Nina, per usual, have a wonderful evening. And then, oh. We just want to, you know, remind you guys where to listen, where or not where to listen to us, but we're out every Tuesday. We um, make it a point to put the podcast out every Tuesday. It'll be there when you wake up. Yes. Reach out to us um, at Coffee to Cocktails podcast at gmail.com. Search Coffee to Cocktails podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. You can find us there. Please engage with us. Keep in touch. Don't forget to subscribe, share rate the podcast and we just love you for listening and review review us you know just put a comment in there and we we're so thankful for everyone who's listening and if you like it or if you don't tell a friend yes and i mean here's some simple instructions for reviewing there you know just hit the fifth star and um (laughs) problem folks and and just you know take it from there just, <laughs> give us five stars whether you like it or not <laughs> if you don't like the podcast you know get click on that fifth star that'll you know <laughs> what do would you rather be first place or fifth place and if you think we're bad press the fifth star there you go <laughs> We're done. We are done. Good night, Miss Nina. All right. Good night, listeners. We'll be with you next week. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.